Hi, Laurel. I'm really excited about this as being part two of our interview with Mel and Dave uh, DePew, Investor Mel Day, as they have uh, become known throughout the years. They have so much information to share as they have diversified their uh, portfolios using their mindset and creative financing, and they're sharing their tips with us. Yep. Yep. And this is, this is the second part of this interview. And the first part, if you haven't listened to it, please go because we talk about how they grew and how they're now investing in five different countries. And this part, we're talking more about mindset and creative financing. It's an interesting mix of topics here, but it's for anyone, whether you're just starting out or whether you're more advanced, doesn't matter. We all can learn, right? I learned some stuff from this episode too. So, you know, I say to everyone, as long as you learn one little thing, you haven't wasted any time at all. So go on and listen. Welcome to the Right Club Podcast, where the focus is on helping you, the real estate investor, advance to the next level. And now let's join this week's hosts and share ways for you to customize your life. I mean, the reality is there's a lot to know, but it's definitely doable. And if you're going to own hundreds of thousands of dollars in real estate, probably millions, many people, that's what they own, right? It doesn't take very long that you're into the millions, especially if you're going after multifamily properties, why would you ever try to own that much in 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 debt and, and in properties and value without knowing if you're doing it properly? Can you do it? Yeah. Is it going to cost you more than the return on, on a coach? If it's the right coach, yeah, probably very easily, right? I mean, your business structure, not having it, not knowing how to find deals, not negotiating properly, not if you're using creative financing, not knowing how to pay people back. Well, that, you're going to be in a big mess if you, if you don't have a clear exit strategy, right? So I couldn't agree with you more, Laurel. Yeah, it's really, it really is important. And again, it comes down to mindset, right? It's just that first thing, like that first property is scary. I remember our first and well, actually my first was many years ago. I wouldn't even say how long ago it was. And uh, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. It was just a, it was just kind of a mess from beginning to end. And, and it took me a long time to recover from that. <laughs> and I, it does, right? And that's the thing, like, okay, and I'm so glad you said that, Laurel, is it's supposed to be a positive thing. It's supposed to better your life. It's supposed to be an asset. Uh, so don't let it be a negative and don't let it sting you or hurt you for a while, right? We've all shared stories here. So it's, yeah, it's get ahead of it. Get the knowledge you need because it can be one of the best things in the world, right? Real estate investing. So when you're talking about education, one of, well, you've got, how old are your children at this point? 18, 15, 8. Okay. So 18, 15, and 8. That's quite the, quite the expanse. One of the things, I just had this conversation last week with somebody, is one of the things that I believe that is really missing in schools and with the youth in education these days is they have no financial education. They have no education as to real estate investing. Because although there is a number of people who are in the business of real estate investing, it's a very small niche. Not a lot of people know about it, or if they do, is kind of a concept that's over here. So is there something that you do with your three children? Because you've got a great age range to help them with their financial education and to bring them into the world of real estate investing. Yeah, great question. And uh, yeah, we're a blended fam family, hence the, the different ages. But yes, I'm very big on 
living, letting them live also their lives. Because we got in, I love real estate. I believe in real estate. I know that real estate can create wealth, but I also know that this is their journey and I never want to push anything onto them. However, money is important and knowing how to make money and understanding money is very important as well. So they've always been included as part of what we do. I mean, even when we took our, our son to, to Disney for the first time, he's like, mom and dad didn't pay for this. The, the buildings did. Right. So that was that's his mindset. So he understands. So we talk about it. They see us doing it. Even with my daughter, she's off to school. So we were doing little things like building your credit, get your mobile bill under your own name, start building your credit. She got her first credit card. Uh, she has a savings account with, with higher interest, like just all those kind of things that I'm just starting so she understands more and more of the concept. So absolutely trying to include them um, without pushing it onto them, of course. And I think another conversation we have with the 15-year-old is she has a horse, right, right now. And obviously the building's paid for it. But it's, okay, you're building out your future. You're probably in this conversation. You're going to want to have a horse. Well, who's going to pay for that, right? So maybe having a building to offset that or a couple of buildings. And even with the eight-year-old, he sees when we're able to go to school events and she's like, oh, you guys can do this because you're your own boss, right? And we kind of revert back, yes, because the buildings. So it's kind of like intertwining everything without ramming it down their throats, but just showing what real estate can do, how it pays for things and give you the time freedom. So indirect. Yeah, they definitely see that part of it as well, right? Being an entrepreneur. You build your own hours. So, you know, maybe yes, you're on a weekend. I might check my email one day, but then I'm able to take four hours off whenever I want in the afternoon to, to go to my kids' activities or take mm -hmm. the kids out shopping or whatever it is as well. So they've naturally been brought up in, in that kind of environment. Which is phenomenal because as they grow, I mean, even you're one that is going off to school. I mean, house hacking, great. You know, like, there you go. We've got other people that are going to university, they need a place to live. So let's do that and live for free and have that different concept and things that are there because there are a lot of people and that I'm, I guess I'm getting to know or I've known throughout my life and all of a sudden their husband passes and the wives have known nothing about the finances. The kids know nothing. There's never been any conversations. So I guess that's where my mindset is a little bit in the forward thinking now to where how do we go about and educate the youth of today or have parents to realize that you have to have the, that conversation mm -hmm. you know i mean even ha them having a little job like Caitlin's little job for example a huge game changer for her like not only responsibility and all that but all of a sudden this is her money and how she talks about it and she's just not going to go buy any pair of jeans she's going to wait a little bit real frugal and it's our own money right right so yeah exactly so it's all the parents here know what i'm talking about yeah so i definitely encourage you know uh, to, to have they don't have i'm not saying they have to go work 30 hours a week but having that little bit of responsibility having their own bank account having their own statement you know going through the statement so they understand mm -hmm. how interest works right that even having those kind of interest those kind of conversations as well so just it's really important nobody in school they don't really teach this it's important that us as parents that we educate them i'm not a believer on forcing any kind of career path on anyone of course sometimes they're they're you know i didn't want to get into real estate when i was 18 <laughs> you know like, that's something i did much much you know in, in the later time when i was ready for a type of thing as well so Letting her do what uh, all the kids do, what they want to do, but knowing that there's different ways that you can do things and understand how money works. 
It's it, that's really great to hear, and I'm I'm anxious to see. Or I shouldn't say anxious, but I look forward to hearing in the next few years how they evolve because they have, as you say, they've grown up in the environment, and I just think that no matter what it is that they're doing with their interests, whether it's horse, you know, hockey or whether it's horses, or whether it's whatever, or they've got a job and realized, oh, I'd really like that pair of jeans, but I'm going to have to work X amount of hours in order to afford that pair of jeans, you know, or I have to work this amount of hours because there's taxes that come off and all the differences and learning the nuances so that they have a clue as to which questions to ask, rather than as a number of people that I'm seeing these days that are just starting their financial education later in life which is very sad to hear, you know, very sad to see. But it's also about giving people options, right? Kids have, your kids will have options. Whether they go take this path or that path or another path, doesn't really matter. They have the option. They have the choice. And I think also, if we bring that back to real estate investors or people who are just thinking about it, it's probably fair to say that when people start out on their real estate investing journey, that maybe they get an inkling that there might, that by investing, they might have a few more options later on, whatever later on means, whether it's two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, who cares, right? But it's all about the options that are available to people who invest in real estate. I agree. Yeah. The opportunity that's created down for you down the road. And what I love about real estate is that there's so many ways to do it, right? You can do it where you're more passive. You can do more turnkey properties. You can do house hacking, as you meant. I mean, there's just so many different ways. You can invest locally. You can invest in different countries. There's just so many things and different ways that you can do it based on what, where you're ready in your own journey or what you enjoy doing as well. And yeah, there's just so much opportunity. Would you, what do you think, if you were talking to someone right now, and I, I, know, I mean, I know you talk to a lot of people <laughs> all the time, if someone comes up to you right now and says, okay, I have not invested in real estate before, but I, I can see that there's, there, there's some opportunities here. And I'm thinking maybe in 20 years, I might need some more cash flow. I'm fine right now. What would your first piece of advice be to them? I'd want to know, I'm thinking a couple of things. Thinking house hacking, like, do you own a place right now? Like, is this something you really are you renting? What if we get you into a multifamily where you can house hack? I'd be asking that, how involved do you want to be? So if that's going to be, you know, if they're going to self-manage or if they're going to manage the managers or if you want to turn key for you, I'd be asking a couple of questions like that. But I would definitely say, yeah, hundred percent. If you're looking for more income 20, 25 years down the road, what better vehicle than real estate to truly secure, you know, if you do end up using your own money or someone else. To, to do that. So it would just kind of be reverse engineering how much involved they want or how little they want. And let's come up with a game plan. If you want to be super involved, okay, that here are the paths to do it. Or if you want to be completely hands-off, nothing's completely hands-off. Obviously, you have to still manage the managers, but I guess that would be my first couple of questions. Yeah, I'd probably want to find out as well, you know, do they feel like they want to do this in the long term? And, you know, what's their why? And, and what's the result that they're after? And, and kind of reverse engineering from there. And for example, if it's only one or two properties, then okay. Well, and then they may want in that case to use their own money. If they say, I want to be able to quit my full-time job or retire more and do those kind of things, then I would say, I mean, this is something I didn't do it from the beginning would be to get into the creative financing sooner. Because if you have 50K sitting there, don't buy the one property because then you're going to be stuck and you're going to be another X amount of years before you can buy your next one, you know, use that money and learn how to do it, of course, properly. 
so that way you can leverage it and, and buy a lot of properties as opposed to, to the one. So again, it, it all depends on, on the individual's goals. I have to ask you a question about creative financing because a lot of people throw that term around. And uh, I think probably for some of our listeners, it, it's a big term that can mean a lot of things to a lot of people, right? Okay. Uh, um, and also even the term other people's money. But a lot of people don't realize that even the bank is other people's money, right? That's yeah. okay. I have got money in the bank and they lend it out. To, so everything is other people's money. So can you talk a little bit about some of the creative financing strategies that you use? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we love creative financing. So those words, OPM and other people's money, you know, it, it's essentially you're using exactly that other people's money to grow your portfolio. And of course, this needs to be strategic and you need to have a plan on how to do it. It just enables you to get the results faster because that 20 or 25% down that you need to come up for the deposit doesn't have to be yours. So you can attain your results way faster by using creative financing as long as it's done properly. So Ways that we personally use, we love owner financing or seller financing or vendor takebacks. We've done many of those deals where the owner holds financing for us. And actually, we're in a position now where we sold some of our buildings, actually for them, where we sold some of our buildings, putting the money into different places, right? Kind of like the monopoly game. And we're holding financing now for other people. So we're on the the investing side of, of things now as well, which is pretty neat for people. Perhaps someday you're able to kind of have be on the other side of it as well. But Owner financing is a great way to do creative financing. Promissory notes is a great way when you're starting off or to pay for renovations or closing costs or those types of expenses as well. Even perhaps a down payment, we've done that that too. And secured funds. So that would be like TFSAs or RSPs, somebody else's RSPs. Yeah, yeah there's a whole world out there of yeah, um, yeah. strategies to, to get other people's money, to use other people's money so that everybody benefits, right? It's not like you're taking other people's money and just not giving back to someone. It's, it's mutually beneficial to all parties. It has to be, otherwise it doesn't work. Exactly. No, we're huge on win negotiations. I want to make a lot of money. I want to have these buildings, but somebody else also have to make money. And as soon as we flipped our mindset again around, that was a game changer for us as well. And we often have people thanking us, some of our lenders saying, hey, Mel, I was able to buy my hot tub. I was able to go on this trip now because I'm doing business with you. And that's a neat thing about it. It's truly a win. And with the three strategies that we use, we, we solely own all our buildings. So it allows us to continue to still solely own our buildings, but also continue to grow our portfolio. And yet our, those who lend us money, the lenders are also happy and, and they benefit as well. What do you, what's next for you guys? I mean, you're growing so fast. Do you have plans to ever slow down? <laughs> Well, you know what? We've been slowing down a lot in the sense that we're able to really focus our tasks on what we want. This is where the team behind the scenes comes in, right? So yes, we're all over social media and we're doing all these things. But of course, we have such an amazing team behind us that that make us look great. I want to continue doing what we're doing. I, I love growth. I want to continue to diversify our portfolio. I want to continue to spend as much time with my kids, with our work hours that really allows us to and flexibility to be there, you know, whenever our kids need us or for activities and sports and all those kind of things. So that's definitely uh, priority number one. I do want to continue to change as many lives as possible as well. So we're continuing to grow the action family as well. So, you know, like I, I, sitting on a beach is great for a couple of weeks, but after that, it's like, okay, I need purpose. I need excitement. I need growth. 
I'm very growth driven and, and so is, is Dave. Yeah, so even my laptop, I'll sit on the beach with my laptop, with some Wi-Fi and, and look at some deals. Yeah. That sounds even better to me. Yeah. Well, that, that works for me. I mean, why not? You don't have to, you don't have to be here. Like we were just talking about the beginning, right? Virtual stuff. Well, you can also be virtual. You can be anywhere. You don't have to be in North Bay. You can be yeah. anywhere in the world. As long yeah. as you have a, some kind of device, whether it's even from your phone now, you can do an awful lot of business if you have access to the internet. So, hey, it works. It can work. And you can make your life what you want. As we said, you can customize your life. So now I think it's time for the lightning round. These are not hard questions. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not. Just give us the first answer that comes to mind. There's four of them. And uh, Catherine, you start. Are you looking to create generational wealth and get one step closer to financial freedom? Then Better Mortgage Select is the mortgage brokerage for you. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or seasoned investor looking to grow your portfolio, Better Mortgage Select is here to help you achieve your financial goals. With over two decades of experience, our team of financial planning consultants have perfected our own unique system that tailors every step to suit your financial needs. For a free consultation, reach out to us today at info at bettermortgageselect.ca or give us a call at 905-569-8326. We're here to help you get started and prove why we're the top-ranked mortgage team in Canada. If you could tell your 18-year-old self something, what would it be? Want to go? We'll say, don't shave your head. I would just say, whenever you're going through some really difficult times, those times are going to help you in the future because those hard moments that you go through, you're going to be like, if I can go get through that moment, you know, I'm, I'm able to achieve anything. All right. What's your favorite resource, you know, for real estate investing? I guess I'm learning about real estate investing. Um, What's your favorite resource? My favorite resource? I mean, probably, yeah, speaking with our coaches, some of our coaches is probably the best just because they're, you know, they are at a higher level, of course, and really being able to get it directly from them. Yeah, that'd be mine. The same thing. That's a nice sounding board and resource. Then next question. Yeah. Okay. okay. What is the one attribute then that has made you successful? Mindset, 100%. When everybody was telling me, Mel, why do you want to do this? Why would you do this? You know, don't work too much. You're going to have, you know, nightmare tenants, all those things. And I still decided to do it and knowing that it's possible, knowing that I'm going to be solution driven and I can get through anything definitely got me to, to where I am. It still does, right? Life is never perfect. There's sometimes still roadblocks, of course, but knowing that, okay, if I can do this and this, I will, we're going to find a solution together. So mindset 100% for me. All right. And your last question then, what do you guys do to just totally get away from real estate? Like just get away because we've got to get away from it sometimes, right? We just have to. A hundred percent. Taking breaks is probably when we get in the weirdest way, the most amount of growth in our business. So, I mean, we do a lot. We, the kids have a lot of activities, so we're very involved with their activities. We have a lake house, so we love going there and just relaxing there as well. And we do travel quite a bit throughout the year. I honestly, like our, our life, the life hack or whatever cheat code or whatever is, uh, we do a song in the morning and then hotel at night and it 
the, you can't have your phone in there, right? So it disconnects you and the, yeah, we have to talk, right? Obviously <laughs> together. So we're stuck together there. So yeah. Phones and chat. So that's kind of our disconnect time as well. Yeah. I think, you know, turning off the phones, that's so important. It really is just disconnecting from all that noise because a lot of it's noise. It's just noise. Yeah. You have to have a hundred percent. You have to have time. We, which work out most days, like just those blocks of time where you're not, you're just not on your phone or you're not thinking business or you know, I'll take my daughter to the barn and it's horses and it's country and it's just relaxing and the trees. And, you know, it's, it just completely puts me in a different mindset and finding things that you enjoy. I mean, we're, we love Blue Jays game and hockey and, you know, a lot of that, a lot of times we'll do that with the kids as well and just kind of cheer and, and relax and just have fun. Okay, then. So. How can people get hold of you? Where can they reach you? What's the easiest way for people to reach you? Yes, the easiest way is probably on social media. So it's always Investor Maldave. So if you find us, we're on we're everywhere on uh, TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Threads, on uh, YouTube. So Investor Maldave is always our, our name, username as well. And if you're interested in what we've talked about as well, I'm happy to send over to any listeners a master class on on how we do these creative financing, no money down, no joint venture partner video as well, where you can kind of look at some numbers if you're visual like like we are. That sounds awesome. Thank you so very much for joining us today. And we look forward to following you and finding out what's going to be happening. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Nice seeing you both. Okay, bye for now. Bye. Well, that was really a fun episode. I always so enjoy listening and talking with Mel and Dave. They have so much information to share. Their creative financing, the way that they're able to basically base everything that they're doing. They're solely own their properties in five countries, but they're using other people's money. That's right. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like they said, it's, it's, they just started growing their team and and realizing that if they could do it here, they could do it elsewhere. And hey, it's just a matter of getting out there and doing it and not letting the fear overtake you like Dave was talking about. So anyway, Catherine, what do we say for people? Oh, before we do that, let's talk about how people can get more information to, to help them train themselves at the right club. Where should they Absolutely. go? Go on over and visit us at the right club, R-E-I-T-E club.com, where you'll find thousands of hours of real estate investing, training, education, information, segments, professionals, experts, you name it, whatever it is you'd like to know. And it's complimentary. So go on over. And in the meantime, don't forget to customize your life. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Right Club podcast, where the focus is on helping all levels of real estate investors advance to the next level and help you customize your life. Be sure to tune in next week at rightclub.com slash podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you get a few seconds, please rate the podcast wherever you're listening. It helps the show get noticed by others like you. And we truly appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe.